Hello and welcome to episode 28 of our podcast, Smart Consulting Sourcing, the podcast about consulting procurement. My name is Hélène and I'll be your host today. Each week, I'll give you the keys to better use, manage and source consulting services. This week, I'll discuss how to make my internal client trust me for consulting sourcing. Last week, I explained why companies should build an internal consulting group. We saw that building an internal consulting group offers plenty of advantages. For instance, it increased privacy and trust when working on sensitive projects. And of course, the most significant one, a cost-effective solution and an opportunity to lower expenses in comparison to hiring external consultant. But ultimately, what's really important is to choose the right team for your project. But this week, I wanted to answer a question that I'm often asked. How do I make my client to trust me for consulting sourcing? In many companies, business lines continue to avoid working with procurement when sourcing consultants. Or when they involve them in the process, it's often at the negotiation phase when the impact procurement can bring is minimal. So why procurement executives are still sidelining when dealing with consulting services? Well, there's an easy answer. Trust. Consulting is a human-to-human service, and the trust factor is core for both the selling and the buying side. So the only way for a procurement group to be involved at the early stage of the process is to be trusted with both internal clients and consulting providers. So how do you do that exactly? The first step is to know your supply market inside out. So how many consulting firms serving your industry can you name? Because we can all acknowledge that having a good grasp of the supply market is critical to get the best sourcing outcomes. The consulting market is extremely diverse and complex, and consulting firms are not commodities that can be swapped without impacting the quality or the price of the project. When you look at a consulting provider, you need to understand what they do, that's the capabilities, who they work with, who were their former clients, and what experience they have, and that's the industry they serve. But there are many other dimensions that can impact how consultants do their work and what value they can bring to their clients. For instance, you have the size and geographic footprint. You have the ownership structure, you have the profile of partners, and the delivery model. And each of these dimensions will influence the type of project a consulting firm can take and how they will deliver their results. So you need to do your research on consulting firm within your industry. And you should start with internal sources, such as an existing list of preferred providers or your network or your colleagues that have worked previously with consultants. Of course, you will also find a lot of sources online, such as conapigo.com, a reference platform of consulting firms that organizes them per region, capability, and industry served. Another interesting source of research is thought leadership, and in particular, articles and books written on the field you're interested in. So what is really important is to use several sources to find new players. It's 
critical to understand your options because that's the way you can explore innovative solutions and get the most of your consultant. There's another element that's key to build trust is to grasp the economics of consulting. So to go back to you know, the basis, consultants are selling the time. And more precisely, they're selling the access to expert knowledge and executing workforce during a period of time. And as a result, the potential of production of a consulting firm is the amount of time available for billing. And every day, not bill is lost, just like an empty airplane seat. And so the fee structure is usually geared to optimize these utilization rates. So if you can understand the different fee structures and the elements that impact a project price, that will place you in a better position during the scoping and the negotiation phase. Now it's time to build the trust. Collaboration and trust are fundamental to consulting success. But in order to squeeze yourself into the relationship between clients and consultants, you need to develop relationship with both sides. You have to listen to your business line to understand their needs. Indeed, working efficiently with business lines when sourcing consultants requires anticipation and reactivity. Because when they need a consulting provider, they usually want it for yesterday. So unless you have a list of potential providers at hand, they will just move forward without waiting for you. Some companies have strung on their business line and forced them to slow down to match the procurement team space. But the results are often disastrous in terms of quality and timing and the business line frustrated always finds a way to work around stringent policies. But the good news is that most of the needs you have for consulting are recurrent or predictable. And you can start identifying and qualifying potential providers well before your colleagues will need them. But in order to do that, you need to know your providers. And as surprising as it may sound, identifying a consulting firm with the right expertise only gets you halfway there. Because each consultancy has a portfolio of projects where they excel. And as a procurement executive, you need to know their sweet spot to make sure you have all your needs covered with only the best. The intimacy between a consulting firm and its clients can facilitate and accelerate projects. And developing relationship with consulting providers will help them better understand your business, your culture, and your values. In other words, it makes them plug and play for your internal clients. You know, it's not a matter of speed here. It's a matter of convincing people. So you need to start taking baby steps. Because we all know that change doesn't happen overnight. The strength of your convention and your innovative ideas won't be enough alone to influence the way your company buys consulting services. So you need to find an ally because there must be among your internal clients a leader that is influential and open-minded and interested in new methodologies. And that's the person you need to convince to try something new and invite new player to a few consulting bits. 
And when you have convincing, you need to do your homework. You need to research thoroughly in your consulting firms with impressive expertise that fits the project you're sourcing. And you need to ask for references and you need to check them. And finally, you build the case for change. When you have finished your sourcing, you analyze the results and you ask for feedback. How much did the company save? What did the internal clients think about the process? In they were in your shoes, what would they do differently? And when you have enough data, you can go and see your manager and pitch your idea and plead for a larger pilot. Work with more business lines on a given perimeter. And trust me, soon your knowledge of consulting and your results will speak for themselves. So it might be tempting to take on all the project that, but that will soon be counterproductive. Instead, I recommend you package what you've learned and teach your colleagues how to source their projects. You can then focus on finding new players and sourcing large and strategic projects. Well, that's it for today. Next time, I'll explain how to prepare the transition when the consultant departs. In the meantime, if you have any questions or want to learn more about what we do at Consulting Quest, just send me an email at elen.lafitte with two Fs and two Ts at consultingquest.com. You can also have a look at our website, Smart Consulting Sourcing, to know more about our book and download free templates and guides to improve your consulting sourcing. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir.